I'm Katie Evans and welcome to this, the first Mental Health Monsters and Final Girls Minnesota. Oh, I'm included in that. You're included. Well, you're here. I am here. (laughs) (laughs) We decided we are going to start doing some little mini episodes of the podcast and we wanted to start with a Pride special. Yep. It's Pride Month at the minute um, and we're trying to look at um, queer people in horror and horror films with queer themes. Um, So we have watched a couple. We did. We thought because it's, I mean, there's a lot actually you could look at when you're looking at kind of LGBTQ plus yeah representation in horror i think the main one to go to is usually nightmare on elm street 2 yeah which i think we we just didn't want to do because everyone does it yeah it's it's brilliant it's like brilliant. the representation is so good but it has been done a lot yeah and the new documentaries out which i actually haven't seen yet um but yeah it's that's the main one that people think of when they think of of queer horror um so we looked at <laughs> other ones yeah um well so you told me to watch spiral yeah, because Spiral is really interesting because it's quite, like, originally horror would kind of deal with LGBTQ issues in a bit of a sort of covert manner, whereas Spiral is very overt, like, it's really open about the issue. Oh, yeah, it it really is. Um, And it was good to see, like, a, a gay couple in the film, Um, but I think it was, like, there was a lot of reminding us that they're gay, which I get, I, I understand. Yeah. Um, But sometimes it's good to just be like, they're a gay couple and that's it like I don't really need to talk about that I mean I suppose the idea though is that it was looking at whether you're kind of seen as different or accepted within certain because it kind of fit I guess kind of within the folk horror kind of idea of horror in the kind of difference and accepting difference even though it was set in kind of suburban america it had that slightly folk horror feel and yeah the idea of trauma and addiction and mental health and yeah and i, I get that but the, it was just like a, a bit of a constant reminder yeah. um but i think also as well and this is gonna sound awful but i didn't relate to sort of like the the trauma that these like gay men had gone through and and if i'm honest we're going through as americans in sort of like the countryside um, I feel like it's a little bit more progressive here um, and maybe a bit less so in America. So maybe that part of me was like not sort of attaching to that, I guess. And and I watching that um, Haunting of Bly Manor, mm. there was a gay couple in that which were actually at the centre of it and it wasn't an issue. It was just that that was the couple in the centre of it. Yeah. And I, I really like that. I think that does need to happen a little bit more in horror and there's just characters who are just characters and, and they're yeah. just their sexuality is part of them but isn't the issue in the horror whereas I think Spiral very much made it the centre of the story wasn't it and I don't know that I don't know if it needed to be it and I get that they were talking about you know differences and and people who were like maybe outcast from a particular community but I don't know I I think I just I just like it when it's just they're just gay gay characters and that's the end of it see I quite enjoyed it but maybe it's because I work with trauma a lot so yeah. I was watching it going, okay, actually this represents a lot of, because I work with addiction, particularly with gay men. And so I was like, okay, actually I can kind of see yeah. the way trauma would lead to addiction, which could lead to poor mental health, which could lead to not knowing what's real and what's not. But yeah. I think that's maybe my job. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, this is what it is. My job. And maybe like their language was, you know, you, you relate to that more, um, the way they were talking about, you know, the whole gay thing and, and how they were trying to fit in maybe that's what you're used to and yeah and uh, i don't know it, it, it was a, it was a good movie i enjoyed it 
there was a lot of explaining of the plot. There was. I really, I <laughs> really hate that. I really, um, it's just like bad writing, isn't it? Like it's poor, lazy writing. And I'm pretty sure there was a flashback in it, wasn't there? At some point. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of. Oh, there was a lot because he was. Because remi- he was. Yeah. 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 He was remembering. He was flashbacking, wasn't it? Um, I have terrible memory. Like I watch the X Files every year, and every year I'm like, oh, I don't remember this. <laughs> This is a new episode to me. So my memory is shocking. Um, but I only watched this two nights ago. Um, <laughs> I watched it quite a while ago, actually. I think I watched it about a year ago. Oh, um, okay. I thought it was quite new. Maybe not quite a year ago. Last year I watched it. Um, okay. Because I'd heard about it, I thought it'd be really interesting to see how they do it. And I agree. I think some of the, the, the writing was a little bit like, like... It could have been a shorter film. Could have we could have fitted it all film. into a bit less, but and it was interesting. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't particularly remember the ending, but I knew that he was, uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil it, but no. it was a bit predictable. Yeah. But I was. did, I will say this, there's a lot of jump scares in it, which which I, I enjoyed. And, you know, if you can scare the heck out of me, then I'm all for it. Yeah. I'll watch it again. Very psychological. Um, Side note to this film, the guy from White Chicks is in it. And I just can't take him seriously. <laughs> he's the guy who like is next door. Oh the yes. next neighbor who he's like confides in or whatever. Also, I just associate uh Jeffrey Boyer Chapman with like Drag Race Canada. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> Yeah, that's all I could think uh, yeah. of the whole way through as well. It's uh it is difficult. Um Yeah, it it was you know what? It wasn't the worst film in the world and I enjoyed it, but I I wouldn't probably watch it again. It was a bit too predictable it's just you know what the explaining of like the backstory really bugs me in films um it's like oh my god i found this and it must lead to this world and that world um and i'm like yeah but i'm watching this so i i, I know i've got it yeah and you wouldn't say that out loud in real life <laughs> <laughs> i think it, i think it was interesting what what they were trying to do but it just oh, yeah, wasn't yeah. done as well as it possibly oh yeah could no, have been done. don't get me wrong yeah. it was it was a great film i enjoyed it um just a bit problematic with the writing i guess the problem as well is it's like okay we're gonna have representation of gay men within horror but they've also got drug addictions and trauma and kill yeah. each other or whatever they really don't but you know what i mean they sort of they sort of <laughs> it's always that with gay men isn't it it's always like one of them was married one of them's got some kind of trauma um but y- the representation was great and yeah. you know one of them was a person of color so that was also great you were likable characters oh really likable yeah. like, i really liked them i like that he was like a dad who was just I-, I guess didn't look in the in the stereotypical gay way um he was just like a guy so yeah i i liked the representation of the characters yeah it, it wasn't terrible no didn't hate it but a film that does well does it divide us still so when we first discussed jennifer's body it divided us yeah. and i did a little poll on instagram and everything just to find out where people stood. so what was what was the outcome of the poll people like it okay they're team me <laughs> i love okay. jennifer's body okay and you know what so i i watched it when it first came out which was 2009 and i watched it again last night for the first time since and i remembered why i didn't like it and it was because it was just emo boys <laughs> and then i was like oh this is why katie likes it because <laughs> emo boys <laughs> it was just a lot of it you know there was one emo boy right well the bands that are playing in the background the yeah. it all centers around an emo band you know on the wall of um jennifer's room is a fallout boy it's true yeah i i yeah. just i don't know about you but i don't 
like these bands no it, i don't i don't i don't okay, like, okay. like fallout boy no okay we're, we're but, much more hardcore than yeah, that way more hardcore than fallout <laughs> yeah <laughs> sophie ellis bexter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I, i'm gonna say sort of now and it's gonna be a shocker listen did we need the lesbian scene in it i mean look i've appreciated it i still do was it necessary is that why i think that's the the scene in it is what i think was it fall down fall down is that the right term it it was what kind of affected it most cause it was yeah. marketed so much around that it was marketed lesbian scene and teenage teen girls but it's not a film for teenage boys no i think that's why it, f- it failed isn't it is yeah. because when you watch it there's like not even two minutes of the lesbian scene happening and the rest of it's just like a massive feminist statement Mm. which you know boys at that age didn't get i didn't get it because i was in it for them to just happen i was like oh there's not a lot of this going on but in the adverts there was a lot (laughs) i think that was it because like they they did the whole thing when megan fox didn't want to be seen as a sex symbol and they marketed it as she's a sex symbol which you know she is and she she went on to be that in every she still is where is she i don't know uh with machine gun kelly um, that's where she is now i don't know i think she still makes films i mainly see is her. he like wh- who is he <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> no. i'm the not cool one of the two of us <laughs> no i'm i'm not but i just um, so i'm a little bit obsessed with megan fox and i follow but machine gun kelly i know because i also love motley crew and he plays tommy lee in the dirt okay i was like he's not in motley crew. no he <laughs> plays one of motley crew okay i did i, I he, did he's like that. a musician okay um but there's a great picture i don't know if you've seen it where it's like him stood behind megan fox and he looks fairly dead and it's like oh my god she is jennifer check she really is feeding off the men she dates to stay young does she still act i haven't seen she's her in anything does she, I, does she need to or i don't know um she, listen i like to look at her i enjoyed the film for that very reason um you're essentially watching it as a teenage boy i am a teenage boy <laughs> in a 35 year old female's body but i i really like it like i get it and i get she's playing a succubus but Listen, i kind of like the way it plays with let's just lay this out for the people okay you are the straight one yeah of us both who loves megan fox and jennifer's body i not so much <laughs> i'm just like what we didn't need this we didn't need the sex scene. I mean, look, I've enjoyed it. I think it, it's, it's yeah. I'm not sure why it's there. It doesn't need to be there, and it was obviously there for that one reason. Uh, yeah. I guess it's playing with the idea of bisexuality, and it's playing with the idea of the kind of love between the two girls that she kind of plays on Needy as well. Yeah. But she does to Needy what she does to the boys. Maybe I think as well it was a victim of its time because now like everyone's a bisexual and it's great but then it's like oh no like it's either feminist or it's for teenage boys whereas now we can just be both and, and everything. You can be a feminist teenage boy if you want to uh, be. Listen that, <laughs> that's how I identify a feminist teenage boy. Um <laughs> But I, I no, I, I kind of like the way it plays with the idea of female sexuality. And can I make one comment about it? I feel like you will. <laughs> right? She says something in the film. Do you know what it is that she says that made me cringe? Which one? Which bit? 
um she says jennifer to someone i don't know um you give me such a wetty yeah she does <laughs> and i just rewound it and was like what did she say <laughs> but <laughs> i was like oh i've gone right off the boil now jen <laughs> <laughs> If it works for teenage boys. <laughs> well, I clearly did. And I've literally never heard that is word it, or phrase before. Is it, doesn't she? Yeah. It, is it the emo boy that she says it? <laughs> it was He's into what they call maggot rock or something. Oh my, I don't even know what that is. Um, Slipknot. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was just listening to that on the way home. <laughs> you are the emo boy that like <laughs> maggot rock. I'm the emo boy that I don't like. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, the the boys in the band is it Seth Cohen who's on One Tree Hill or something? Yeah, I never watched that. And they were like, "Do you want to be a wuss or do you want to be the guy from Maroon 5 And I was <laughs> like, "Oh God, <laughs> oh. that's who all rock stars aim to be—the guy from it- No, <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, "Is he the pinnacle now? No. What have I missed?" <laughs> but it's got that awesome uh, Tommy Two Tone song in it. Well, they sing it at her, don't they? When yeah. They're, when they do yeah. the ritual, when, yeah. which I enjoy. I did enjoy that bit. That yeah. was quite fun. Um, well, I enjoyed the whole film. Okay. Well, yeah. look, I enjoyed the lesbian scenes. <laughs> 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 um, so basically, it's, in it was objectified. It's still objectified. I, I object to the objectification of women, but I enjoyed the objectifying from afar. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there is an interesting commentary on the rape and the women's bodies right. and, and yes. all that, which again, I think not something to talk about in 2009, but maybe a bit lost in translation then, but now, cause I think now people are like loving the film, aren't they? Whereas back they then it was like, no. Um, but yeah, obviously because of like the Me Too movement and just like women being like, you know, we're fed up with this shit. People are like, oh, yeah, this is actually a really good commentary. So yeah. I think maybe it was a bit of a victim of its time. I think it was. I mean, it comes from the whole song. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's also a controversial figure. Listen, Love Hole. I'm cool enough to know who that is. I love Courtney Love. Oh, I love her. She might great. be a controversial comment. But no, I love, love her. Love. I met Courtney Love. Where? Yeah. When? Tell me everything. I ended up backstage at one of her gigs and she thought I worked for her and tried <gasps> to get me to run her lines for Sons of Anarchy with her. Oh my god, there's so and many questions. And then I questions. saw her get undressed because she again, oh I think, thought I worked for her. <laughs> have, you, have you had a Jennifer's body moment with Courtney Love? <laughs> <laughs> We're very close. Did you pretend to be her person that worked for her? No, she was just very confused. I was just there. Oh my god, I'd have just absolutely ran with that. No, no, I, well I kind of, I was just like, oh, uh, you're Courtney Love, I don't really work for you. She didn't care. I didn't know she was on Sons of Anarchy, but I gave up after season one, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, she was she she had lines for our issues. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> I don't, maybe maybe she assumed she was on Sons of Anarchy <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Hang on, let me get me leather jacket." Let me. Uh, <laughs> maybe that was it. I was wearing a leather jacket. Maybe she was like, "I'm on Sons of I'm Anarchy, on Sons right, of Anarchy now. right now." Yeah. <laughs> I look like that. Anyway, that's my Courtney Love story. Well, I I can't compete with that at all. We've wandered I, off track a little bit. I yeah. met Sophia Lispector once. Pretty that's good. It wasn't rock and roll. That's pretty rock and roll. It's not. It's, it's okay. not really. It's not. No, it's yeah. been kind. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but it's interesting because I think it did get misunderstood. But there's a lot of films, I guess, now looking back that 
well, have Nightmare been... on Elm Street too. That's right. No one caught that, and and how like the gay undertones were. They're not even undertones. No, I mean, they're, there's they're a bit overtones. There's a... <laughs> <laughs> they're not hidden. <laughs> Nothing in that was hidden. But it was denied yeah. for so long, I guess, wasn't it? That it was yeah. a queer film. Um, but it's not subtle. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. I love every film in that series, especially Dream Warriors. Yeah, Dream Warriors is the best. But Nightmare on Elm Street too. I think once the like it was like this is a really queer film i was like oh i think i appreciate it more now that mm. i can see that um mm. but even reading so i was reading about um lost boys as a queer film which yeah i never thought of at first but like one i read um that around the 80s vampires came back because of fear of blood and hiv makes sense yeah so there was more of a kind of vampire resurgence then because of societal fear but also about these kind of like really beautiful men. And apparently there's a, well, there is a bit, but apparently people have read into the part where um, David asked Michael, like how far are you prepared to go? Ah, mm. okay. Which I, I mean, yeah. he might mean just jumping off a bridge, which is quite far. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently it was to make the kind of beautiful male, quite glam. Yeah. And it's 80s that s- vampires. It's yeah. that scene, isn't it? Like I said before about like Billy Idol and yeah. that kind of like look. And it, it is a bit homoerotic and beautiful. Love it. It's beautiful. Here for if it. If you've seen Billy in his Bible belt. Oh. Yeah. Tell me more. He just, it's wearing just him, a thong and a belt of crucifixes. Wow. Yes. yes. So, yeah. No, I, I like that, that Lost Boy. And I like that all these films are now coming out being like, here's the queer undertones or overtones if you're Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Um, and people are like, yeah, okay. But I still enjoy it as a film. There's no shame. And that is obviously great. I mean, there's even an idea that Creature from the Black Lagoon has sexual undertones. Oh, really? That he is, one, that it's mainly a group of men, though I assume that's more because of the era that it was written in. Yeah. Um, and that he's a phallic symbol. But again... Well, I don't know who wrote and directed that, if I'm honest, but like James Whale was involved in all those sort of monster stuff and he was a gay man yeah. and, you know, there's all that sort of story. So, you know, you've got to assume that there's a lot more gay um, or queer people working in the industry, Absolutely. even behind the scenes, and their voices are not heard, but maybe looking back. It's a bit like when you, you you know you read about oh the two women who lived together they were best friends yes you know and they were buried together they were holding hands because they were best friends and, and yeah. everyone now was just like um yeah no they yeah yeah they were together um and it's okay now so yeah I think it'd be interesting to go back and look at a lot of especially the Universal stuff with James Whale mm. um and what he brought to that and surely you know he wasn't alone in in creating that and being a part of that queer culture and werewolves have kind of been adopted by. Mm queer communities yeah. and like i did the whole episode with doggett around yeah. his experiences of of relating to werewolves because of like something hidden inside and you're told oh you know you're not really a werewolf but it's a phase you know there's a kind yeah. of it makes sense now yeah. when people talk about it but back then people i feel like they were just like oh it's a werewolf yeah but everything that you write and things that are created they come from something and somewhere don't they yeah. well the wolf in freudian theory is sexuality Right, so, is it? Okay. Yeah. The famous Wolfman study. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not as famous as you think, because I don't know it. Yeah, it's famous amongst therapeutic communities. <laughs> 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 the cool kids. You know. um, so yeah, there's a lot around the wolf and sexuality, which is pretty 
pretty interesting yeah it would be nice that there'd be more sort of obvious um representation of gender and queer culture in all films but i think there's definitely a community for it in horror yeah i I think we talked about it like last time goths and disneyland yeah go hand in hand and both of them are loved by the gays (laughs) i include myself in that but but i mean there's been some problematic yeah representation i know i know particularly trans community yeah Uh, so sleepaway camp so i was sleepaway camp's an interesting one the the problematic ones are like buffalo bill yeah because well that was like mainstream i feel like anyone would know that film but not everyone knows sleepaway camp unless you're in the horror sort of community and i had to so i i like sleepaway camp i i love love it it. i particularly enjoy the outfits yes on the camp counselors love them i enjoy a short short they're very tight crop top but um on a man tight on a man tight on a lady we're both uh, we're both catered for in that situation (laughs) (laughs) but there's um but apart from that apart from the camel apart from the (laughs) (laughs) um but so i i wanted to check because i was like is this film transphobic because it could be read as transphobic i feel like every everything now is looked at and and brought up and every mistake that we've anyone's ever made is brought up i don't i haven't heard anyone talk about sleepaway camp yet i did some research okay because i wanted to because you're a professional yes because i wanted to make sure that i'm not gonna hurt anybody by using yeah referring to certain films or or, and actually it's considered to be the opposite so what it is because uh the character in it she's not a girl it's a boy that's yeah. been forced to be a girl angela is not so she's kind a of a victim so it's a victim of misgendering so right. it's the horror how okay. much it can drive you okay mad oh, okay. if you're misgendered all your life so this she, she's well that's not, actually really relatable then, yeah she's not a trans it? girl she's yeah. a boy that's been misgendered oh I don't yeah, think, yeah so i, I thought, thought that was a really inter- so i watched there's been a lot of discussion amongst trans communities around sleepaway camp okay and yeah. I, had a, I had a little did a bit of research and wow. actually I'm sure there are people that still wouldn't like it. Oh, God, yeah. I think Absolutely. now it would be very problematic. But it would be interesting to ask people in the trans community what they have thought about it. Absolutely. But yeah, I never really looked at it like that. I think I just looked at it as like, it's a great film, but now is this a problem to people? And I don't know how to feel about it because I guess it's not in my realm of no. being... It, um, it, it still has some problematic elements i mean the fact that like oh my god she's a boy yeah you know, and they're and like nudity and yeah like kind of it, it's so we well we saw that felissa rose was advertising a sleepaway camp photo opportunity yeah as an 18 plus the ending the ending it's called now I, look i'm just interested to know what this what this mm. means what does it mean how is this done i i i don't even know where to begin um, if you know, or if you are Felissa Rose, I just want to know. Like, yeah, we're curious. let me know how that is working. If we were in America, we'd go. We'd find out by yeah. going, but but we're not. We're not. So please so. let us know from yeah. over the seas. Um, yeah, just just need to know. Interested. Yeah, but you know, I guess there's always going to be slightly problematic representation. But there's it's it 
but as, as long like as there's a balance yeah as long yeah. as there's a balancing that's the problem is that there's no balance so when you do s- queer stuff sometimes it's it's just like terrible traumatic but if you just have like in haunting of blair Anna, hey this is the main character they're gay we're not making a big deal of it um and side note love the allyship of owen in that <laughs> he just like doesn't care he's just their mate and you know helps them out great shout out to to him and to all the allies as well and to all the allies <laughs> in the world <laughs> you are loved <laughs> so i think we've covered like some maybe interesting we talked about stuff we talked about it mostly about megan fox mainly about like yeah that took up a fair amount of time yeah i I wish someone would look at me the way you look at megan fox (laughs) (laughs) just want to be megan fox (laughs) oh right okay (laughs) we're looking at her two very different different ways (laughs) but um yeah thank you for joining us for this the pride episode if you've got any other you know suggestions for good queer horror or good things for us to talk about in future episodes let us know yeah stories we've had a few zombie stories um from the last podcast so please tell us more of them because they're hilarious any awkward horror stories much appreciated we had some good haunted house ones as well right we got one yeah so any sort of you've dressed up for halloween then had to go home on your own and realize <laughs> that you're dressed as something please send us that that's always we're, it's relatable to us it absolutely is but we're going to do a few more minisodes so let us know what you think and if there's anything you want to hear about but for now that's it yeah uh check us out on the instagram like all our things we're at mental health underscore monsters and um we are final girls and we'll see you next time bye bye